Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fem Talks. My name is Katie and I'm this year's Outreach Director. So here today we have Haley with us. Um, Haley, do you mind telling me a little bit about yourself and your experiences? Totally. Hi everyone, my name is Haley. I use they, she pronouns. I'm currently doing my major in media and the public interest in the Faculty of Information and Media Studies or FIMS. I'm currently the FIMS SC president, which is our student council. Um, a little bit about my professional background is that I've worked in the pharmaceutical industry, the tech industry, the finance industry, the non-for-profit, and most recently the cannabis industry. Um, but outside of my professional experiences, I really enjoy film photography, creating Spotify playlists, um, secondhand clothing alterations, and queer Asian representation and intersectional sustainability advocacy work. Wow, that is a lot uh, on your plate. You have a lot of experiences in different industries. So more on that note, having to work in a variety of workplaces, from pharmaceuticals, as you mentioned, to finance and like tech and nonprofits, what experience would you say is your biggest takeaway from each? Yeah, so I kind of wrote a little bit of notes down, but um, for pharmaceuticals, it would have it would have been definitely that there's so much legal stuff that you have to do, but Cause like you need to get be like I think it's like HIPAA you need to be like HIPAA certified and there were like so many ob legal obstacles that we faced in the pharmaceutical industry because it was a pharmaceutical startup at the time but I would say like working in that industry it is so rewarding to help people better understand their medication and their medical resources I thought that was super cool also I worked in like a startup environment within this within this like pharmaceutical company and I think the startup startup environment is probably one of the coolest places to be in terms of like a professional setting as well as a personal setting because it is so extremely stimulating in the sense that like there's always so much happening people are always innovating people are always trying to create the new best product service whatever and it's going to be very challenging and passion is you know like integral and necessary because it's what drives and fuels innovative thought and action um with finance so i worked at rbc last summer and I found that it was a very stable industry to enter, like there's a lot of job opportunities, like pay is very nice, it's very cushy, but personally I didn't find it very stimulating. Um, I was a communications analyst at RBC and I found that the communications department within like finance as an industry is not as large or as like bumping to say the least. Um, so I found it really hard and it kind of limited my ability to explore different challenges and scenarios, but obviously that's like my personal experience and I can't like be a spokesperson for the entire communication portfolio department in a, in a finance company um, or in the finance industry, but that was my personal take. Um, for non-for-profit, I would say this was probably the most rewarding industry that I've worked in. Not the most competitive pay, obviously, but doing work that you know, you're doing work that really matters and has a genuine impact on often like marginalized or neglected groups. Um, within non-for-profit, I was the former associate vice president of public affairs at the University Student Council, which is uh, the student council for the University of Western Ontario. And I worked on all women team. And I think that was one of the coolest experiences hands down because women just get shit fucking done and it's incredible. I love your experiences. Thank you for sharing about your three major experiences working in like different fields. Um, I can tell you're really passionate about like your degree and like communications. And you kind of touched upon it when you talked about um, your role as a communication analyst at RBC. And I'm very interested in knowing um, 
how you're finding pursuing media and communications, given it's often a career path that people are a little intimidated to go into. And so like, what would be the biggest piece of advice you can give to those people interested in pursuing that field? I would say just do it. Like when I was applying for university, I was like, I'm either going to do like environmental science or like environmental engineering, or I'm going to do communications. And I feel like those are like seen as like very opposites, like one's STEM, one's like liberal, liberal arts. And I chose communications and I've never looked back. And I've always, something that I've been very proud of is that I've trusted my gut all, all through undergrad, which is that I love my degree and that I want to pursue this degree. And like, I want to graduate with my major in MPI. And I would say my biggest advice is that just take a class, like dabble, like dip your toes. The worst that can happen is you take a class that you don't really like. And I feel like knowing what you don't like and knowing what you do like are equally as important, right? So you can't, like through understanding which doors you want to close and which doors you would like to keep, you can not narrow, but like specialize and like concentrate your skill sets in those areas and really have like a focus on like building your portfolio in that aspect or things like that. Um, and when it comes to like doing a degree, like I feel like in university, it's so common that you, you know, flip flop your degrees a little bit, like you switch into programs, switch from different programs. That's totally normal. And that's expected. Like you're so young and you're deciding your career path or like what you would like to kind of start your foundation on. And it's okay to switch and like explore. And I highly encourage that for everyone. Um, and I would say like, if you're intimidated by like media, like kind of break it down into pieces of like what exactly of, you know, media studies or like the media industry or like communications that really intimidates you. And then you can kind of start to analyze like, okay, like, is it like essay writing that scares me? Like, can I write a long essay? Maybe if I write like two long essays, I'll start to get the hang of it. And then you can kind of like better understand like what's been making you nervous and then work from there. Um, and honestly, like, Communications is so important that no matter what you do, communications will be affecting your life anyway. So you'll have to, you'll have to learn about it eventually. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I resonated a lot with you in the regards to kind of your take on communications. And um, I'm going into my second year. Like I have no idea what I want to do in the future. And I think just like taking that step forward, really trying to explore interests, experimenting with like different um, hobbies will ultimately lead me to where I should be. And I think as long as I enjoy it and I'm passionate about the work I do, um, I hopefully I'll <laughs> end up somewhere that, or, or work in um, an industry that I enjoy. Um, yeah. So kind of on that note, um, kind of as a follow-up to the previous answer, what are some misconceptions you want to clear up about a communications degree? I think the biggest thing is that when like, like, I would say people respond well when I say, when I say I have a communications degree, they're like, that's great. Like that's a very like integral degree in like our society right now. But there are often times where people will be like, oh, you have a fake degree. Like your degree is like useless. And then I hit them with the, okay, so if my degree is useless, then why did I get paid more than like some Ivy business kids? You know, like, tell me why, like something don't add up. And it's, that's not to shit on Ivy. I like the main thing is that like people look at degrees from the Ivy business school as like the most valuable and like important degrees that we can have in society. And I think every degree is important within society and the education system. Every degree has something valuable to offer and we can't, you know, degrade certain ones over others saying that they're not real or they're fake or they're useless. Um, so that's like my kind of take. I think the biggest misconception is that 
like communications degrees are limited. I think communications degrees are probably one of the most malleable degrees within the education system um, because you have so much freedom to specialize and tailor your interests. So like for me personally, I'm like specializing in political communications as well as marketing. Like, and that's like what I want to do. And like my communications degree allows me to learn about so many different uh, theories, uh, hard skills, soft skills, and then apply them in the industry and in the jobs and the and the responsibilities and actions and tasks that I want to do and want to fulfill within my life. So I would say that's my probably the biggest thing. Um, every, you can tailor your communications degree to your own personal interests and your aspirations. And I really like that because um, that's something that I've heard from like my STEM friends that's a little harder to do at times because you're you're taking so many foundational courses that it's hard to kind of pick and choose what you'd like to do. But obviously, again, like that's just what I've heard. And I don't know if that's true 100%, just like from my own personal take, but that would be probably my biggest thing. And then my last thing would be that like, you will find your community within um, the communications programs um, and just like the communications field as a whole. Like there are so many like Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups where people talk about like their degrees and what they're doing with them and like offer like different job opportunities for like communication students, whether that's like journalism, media, marketing, PR, like there are so many opportunities. For sure. Yeah. Thank you for sharing um, kind of your, your take on a communications degree. I think um, communications is so important, especially um, you have to kind of have that energy. Uh, you need to know how to wrap, dabble into a lot of, um, like, as you mentioned, PR, uh, marketing and all that stuff. And I'm sure you'll be a great asset um, society, no matter where you end up um, after you graduate. Um, the last question we have is like, as you know, Booster likes to share the experiences of um, diverse groups of female and female identifying students. So do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share um, through this platform today? Yeah, I would say as a woman, as a woman of color, as a queer woman, there are a lot of societal expectations and social norms regarding what I'm supposed to do with my life. And like, I just say fuck that because who, who's to tell me what's deemed conventional for me and, who, and who's to deem what conventional even means, you know? Um, like people, like there are degrees that exist now that didn't exist. 10, 20 years ago. And that's because our society is constantly evolving and moving and we have to adapt accordingly. So don't get too hung up on like what your parents say, what society says, you know, I've, I feel like there are, the biggest thing for me is like financial barriers. Like some, like we know that like certain degrees like might get you a higher paying job more quickly, things like that. But financial barriers are for sure real. And I don't want to invalidate that in any circumstance. But if you have the chance and if you can make the chance for yourself, like dabble in areas that are deemed as unconventional within society. And if, and if you find those areas interesting, like pursue them, like pursue them in some aspect, whether it's like on the side, full time as a hobby, like those are so important. That's what's going to keep you energized and moving. Um, I'm always an advocate that I would rather get paid less and do something that feels that I feel like matters and is important to me than get paid a lot doing things that don't really stimulate me or challenge me or push me to become a better person um you know overall just in life like whether that's professionally personally academically right um and yeah don't let social the social norms of like real professional experiences dictate and diminish your capability like I worked in the cannabis industry this past summer like I mentioned before I was a bud tender at a dispensary and I feel like 
people who have like worked corporate jobs might have shit on me being like oh you're not in like a corporate position you're not getting paid while you're not like doing a real job and I was like no I really wanted that job and it was great because I want to possibly work in like the sustainability industry in the future and having like product and industry knowledge about cannabis which is one of the most sustainably grown products in the world is so so important and it's going to be extremely valuable for me um and then my last thing is for all the women listening and all my non-binary friends we have we've been told all our lives that there is a table and at that table there is only one seat for us and I want to say that actually there are as many seats as there are seats at the table and we should fight for every seat because we are deserving of every seat at that table. And we need to stop tokenizing ourselves and saying that we should be the, we, we have to be that one woman. We have to be that one non-binary person. We have to be that not that one non-male individual. And I'm just tired of that. And we need to fight together rather than against one another, because one, that's just more productive it's more efficient, it's more fun, and it's way more empowering. So don't hurt your allies in the process, fight, you know, fight together and, and get a seat at that table for you and the girl beside you. So yeah, like, thank you so much for sharing about your experiences working in conventional career paths. I can see your passion and your drive in like kind of pursuing what you love, like despite less like um, reward financially. Um, I think like you're going to make a difference regardless. And I think that's so much more important than um, like a starting salary, like after graduation or um, kind of any financial gains because you're really enjoying life and you're contributing to society in such a wonderful way. Um, and also kind of your last note towards like female and non-binary friends. Like I agree, like we should fight for every uh, at the table. And I'm so happy that you've um, decided to kind of hop on this interview to kind of talk about your experiences as well as kind of give us words of encouragement and to all the audiences listening. But yeah, I think this wraps up our episode of Them Talks. Um, thank you so much guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you. <laughs>